Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Yo, yo. I go by the name of Pharrell from the Neptunes. And I just want to let y'all know I'm your push. The world is about to feel something that they never felt before. Come on. What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people up in the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. You're tuned in here to the Thursday edition of the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Mike Harge, a.k.a. Hardball Harge, Jonas Clark producing, Mr. Sam spinning the one and twos. And myself, Calvin, and we are broadcasting here for the Rounders Card Club Studios. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop. Make sure you visit their uh, website at Hazel Sky Online, where you can shop from the comforts of your own home. You can check out all their latest and new products. That is Hazel Sky Smoke Shop. 736-9760. If you know what you want to talk about, it's open phone lines. Feel free to give us a call. Anything that we're discussing today on the show, if you want to weigh in and give your opinion on, feel free to do that. We just ask you to be patient during the breaks in the segments, and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly. Also, don't forget, if you want to follow me on Twitter, at SportsGrind, and if you want to follow Mike, it's at HardballHarge. 736-9760. What the hell's going on in somebody's house coming in? Is Mrs. coming in? What's going on over there? Because uh, <laughs> like, I heard somebody's door open. Did y'all hear that? I'm just hearing things. I was like, damn, is that is that R. Kelly coming out the closet or what? Like the trapped in the closet video? <laughs> like the sound. <laughs> door open. But anyway, man. So, um, yeah, man. What's up, Harch? Hey, game day, baby. Yeah, How about you, Cowboys? Let me see, see you get some I of this today. It. I got to test. I, I get it, man. This is early on for me with you with football season. I got to test your – make sure you're, you're – Person in your your heart don't get in the way of really what you're seeing or what you think oh, gonna happen. So I we promise gonna you that will never happen. Uh, okay, the money, all right. The money has to stay. In I the hear house, you. I hear you, man. I hear you. What's up, Mr. Jonas? You ready? Yeah, man. Ready okay. to rock and roll. Yes, all right, sir. let's get it, Mr. Sam's. How about them Cowboys? Oh Lord, have mercy, man. Seriously, seriously. Let's go, Sam's. Gosh. Let's go. Man, it's going to be a long (laughs) 17 weeks. Anyway, all right. So speaking of rounders, man, we've got, um, we've got, I've been, you've been hearing me bring it up here, here and there, but they've got a awesome uh, poker charity tournament going on this weekend for a good cause in regards to helping the children with uh, cancer. We're going to be joining the second hour in studio by Manny Diot. Um, A.K. the Ferrari kid, he's known around here in San Antonio, does a lot of stuff for children battling cancer, so we'll get him in here, you know, let you know who the guests they got going out there. It's still not too late. We can give you the link to donate, you know, to his page, so he's going to be joining us the second hour. So outside of that, we've got a lot of stuff to get to. Yes, finally, finally it's here. The 2021 NFL season kicks off tonight. Uh, with the boys going to visit the uh, defending champs, Tampa Bay, and the GOAT. So we'll definitely get into that. We've got some other NFL news uh, to get to. Um, 
We didn't get to it yesterday, but the Saints, I want to talk a little bit about their last-minute changes they made. Um, also, we've got a pick, and we'll get into it in the first hour. we got to knock out the last two divisions, the AFC West and the AFC East, and then pretty much we've got to give our Super Bowl predictions as well, too. Um, you know, this is something, the two, that I've prided myself at that I haven't been off too off on over the years. This one's a little bit different and a little bit, not too much harder, but a little bit, but, you know, we'll give those predictions out. Also, college, okay, we've got um, we've got the AAC, all right, calling out the Big 12, all right? And just to give you an idea, all right, we've got um, a man that's the commissioner, okay, Mike Oresco, Oresco, I think his name is, over there in Butcher, but he didn't call out pretty much Bob Bowles' too. Look, real quick, because we're not going to have too much time to spend on this, but the AAC – in a nutshell, what he's saying is like, hey, you know, it was reported yesterday. I think the Cincinnati Bearcats, the University of Houston, and who else was the other culprits? There was like one or two. More two. Was it BYU? BYU. Mm-hmm. UCF. UCF. Okay, there he is. Central. Yep. It's come out that they've made, they've seek permission from the universities to seek part of alignment into another conference. Okay. And they've kind of done that with the ACC. Okay, it's come out. But, however, the beef is is that, you know, the commissioner of ACC is saying, because Bob Bowles said, hey, man, you know, ACC, AAC, excuse me, not ACC. Because that's when I first saw ACC. I was like, wait a minute, AAC? So he's coming out and saying, hey, man, the Big 12 is doing what they accused us of doing. I guess in regards to trying to – put out the feelers of who wants to come with them. And they're like, hey, don't be coming over here recruiting us. Don't be coming over there. But to me, this is a bad look for the Big 12, man. You can't be you can't be in a Twitter war or a war of words about fighting over teams in alignment with the AAC. <laughs> All right? That's my angle. Like, look, man, I know I'm going to come across as the guy that's kind of negative. Nancy on UT are always looking at the negative. But like I said, I got to keep the room in check. And that guy crossed me in check in, in, in A-Town, you know, because they just itching and just like, hey, man, we just going we just gonna sprinkle some magic dust on this. Oh, you see, I got that one in. That was when Tom Herman showed up. We're just going to sprinkle dust on it. Well, I don't know. But anyway, yeah, man, I just think this is a situation that if you're fighting over scraps and teams with the AAC, and it comes down to Bob Bosley and who they've had before. I think the whole problem with the Big 12 and the way they've been perceived is they just haven't had, in my opinion, they haven't had the right commissioner in there to really lead the conference and make everybody feel wanted and everybody feel like we are a conference. They've allowed the they've they've allowed UT and OU to really battle amongst themselves for TV deals, for all this kind of stuff. And they haven't really showed any unity, and that's the reason why I think right now when, when, the, when the lights come on and they know Texas and OU's going and that's counting about 55% of their revenue, you're getting a squab with the AAC. Come on, man. Come on. I'm going to leave it at that. Well, well, well here's the other yeah. thing, too. What, what people don't really understand, and, and at the end of it all, when this happens, you know, Texas and Oklahoma now have to pay that money. They can't just walk away. They right. can't get it to dissolve. So when people get upset about this, 
everybody pulling out these feelers, everybody starting to understand it, you know, as well as I do, you got to start making your move now. You can't wait and get yeah. caught up later. Yeah. Everybody can't sit back and try to wait to see who's going to be next or, Oh, what are we going to do now that Texas gone? This is something that should have happened a while back. I thought for a long time oh. ago, Texas should have went after BYU and went after uh, some of those Cincinnati was a team, but everybody was like, it's not moving the needle. It's not moving the needle. Well, now the needle's being moved. And the biggest question for me, Cal, and I want to ask you and get your opinion on this. What does this do for the Oklahoma States and the other teams that thought that they were going to go somewhere else to where now who is going to be the flagship of the Big 12 Conference? Good question. Who's going to hold that line for them? Good question. I think you would probably – it still comes down to like, how, you know, trying to pick who has the biggest TV market, generate the revenue, but you got to have a personality, a program, some stand power. I mean, Gundy's – Gundy's been sometime a clown in my opinion, but you know he he butted heads with Boone Pickens for years. I don't know how he's kept his job there that long. He's tried to flirt with other universities, but you would have to start with a team like maybe Oklahoma State. You'd have to start with, um, I think from there. I w- I would say, you know, it's I don't I wouldn't say Baylor. I would say if you really had to say who's going to be the flagship, I think you'd have to look at Oklahoma State or TCU. And TCU, right. because of Patterns, because he's had some success. I mean, they've been there. I mean, they, they haven't got to a Final Four, but they've competed for some Big 12s. But if you're talking about, out, you know, OU Texas leaving, who are we building the flagship? That's a damn good question, Hard. But I think you would have to fall, you know, you'd have to start with the Oklahoma State or maybe a TCU. I don't know if I trust Baylor to give them that mantle. Quite oh no, Baylor can't. Yeah. Baylor can't yeah. have any of that yeah. because of all the allegations yeah, and all you the things that have been going yeah. on. So they're not the program that was yeah. when Art Bryles was there. Thank goodness, because right. obviously there was a lot that was happening. But when you look at the Big Twelve, the staying power and what you said, obviously Gundy's the name that everyone thinks about. You don't know what's going to happen with Texas Tech. Um, you don't know U of H. You don't even know. I mean, Tillman Fertitta is the biggest name, but. At the end of the day, you don't know if he's going to keep Dana Hogerson or whoever else. Now, my guy down there, which I was a fan of him, and I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think is it it's uh, Campbell at Iowa State, right? Yeah. Yep, okay. Yep, yep. Now, this is a very crucial year for Campbell, okay, and that program. He's been taking it up. He's been taking it up because he came from Toledo, right? Yep. Yeah, he worked wonders with Toledo, um, you know, I when he got that job, I knew that he could kind of get them going. There's been progress. Now, the thing of it is, though, <laughs> I mean, like I told you earlier this week, game day's out there Saturday. That's a big – that's probably one of the games of the weekend to me, Iowa and Iowa State. Campbell hasn't beat Iowa State yet. That you you got to beat your rival. I mean, when, you, when you're going to make your mark and put your flag in it, he's got to get – and Iowa looks scary this year, but that's a big game. This is the game of the week in my opinion. So I feel that if you can beat them, and let's say you really are in this thing to compete with OU and Texas this year for the Big 12, then maybe it's him. Maybe it's him because I think yep. Campbell's loyal. I think if he turns Iowa State around and gets them close to sniff to a Big 12 title and maybe a playoff spot, then a lot of big dogs, uh, other big dogs are going to come from him because he's been a hot commodity yep. since Toledo. But I would put them as a dark horse outside of TCU and uh, Oklahoma State. But even then, because you just said it, a lot of people have come to try to get him. He had opportunities last year. His entire team decided to come back almost. Every single player decided to come back. Guys that were going to get drafted pretty high. But how long – who wants to go to Ames, Iowa? 
as far question. as a recruit. That's you a know what I'm question. saying? So you gotta you gotta start looking at yeah, their their biggest motto and the things that they carry themselves as the the lunch pail, hard working, hard hat team. But there's a lot of five stars that probably won't go there. And how long are you going to be able to survive with that structure? Yeah, I mean, he's done a great he's done a great job. Matt Campbell is unbelievable with what he's done and he's mm. great to listen to mm. but how many kids do you think especially now that the big 12 is going to be what it is yeah and you know this is one of those situations i mean big 12 bowlsby's in a situation where if you don't do some expansion or you don't take i mean because i see cincinnati and the university of houston working because i think they look at it as like you know what it's been shaky over here with the Big 12. There's been not good leadership. Everybody's divided. I'd rather go see what the AAC has and take Houston, whatever, and see what they got, and, and let's start this conference that way. So, And that leads the Big 12 with now when we didn't even have the number. Now it brings you down, if I'm not mistaken, to what, eight teams? Eight teams well, yeah, minus yeah, the two once they yeah. leave. So you got to find something else or just dissolve the whole thing. But when we get back, we're going to get in these AFC East and AFC West division picks. We're going to get in our Super Bowl picks. We're also going to look at that game tonight. The over Caesar Sportsbook has the over under total on Zeke's rushing yards tonight at 53. Only 53. What? Yes. That that's one of those be care, be perceived with caution. I was like, damn, that's low. It's a lot of respect, man, for these defending champs, okay? It's not easy to go back to back. 736-976. You listen to the sports crowd. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here for the Rounders Card Club Studios. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Way to Grow. Way to Grow is a full-service landscaping company that can handle all your residential or commercial needs. That is Way to Grow, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Um, all right, so... Let's get right into it, man. Um, before we do our picks, let's get, get right into the season tonight because tonight it counts, okay? Um, and it starts with the defending champs out in Tampa Bay. Um, you know, first team in, in the NFL in the modern era, one of the first teams, I think, in a long time, if not the first, only the second since someone, because I remember talking about this, to bring everybody back on a Super Bowl team. That's not normal. That's not normal. And I, I think that's why they're getting a lot of love and a lot, of, a lot of respect. Really lost no coaches out of the coaching staff. Todd Bowles is one of the, if not the highest, he's one of the highest defensive paid coordinators now. Um, you know, they've and again, that's not the question that comes down to, we know what Tom Brady's about. Uh, we know that he's, he's competing with himself. That's really what it is. Um, the question is, is that who on that team and the collective group on that team, including the head coach, okay, is going to come with them because at the end of the day, that, that, that a race that like, we're going to go to, we're going to have this big house party. We're going to get our rings. We're going to do our little, you know, press tour here and a couple people like that and then come back, get ready. The guy that really helped erase all that, that hoodie's still in, in Foxborough. Okay. I know what Tom's about, but the question is the other guys on the team, how, you know, how fat they got, you know, and I'm not talking about physically. I'm talking about in regards to the hunger because every week is going to be 
a Super Bowl game for them, for their opponent. All right, so the Dallas Cowboys come in tonight uh, with some questions, and I, th- I think really the main question is people want to know what does Dak look like having not thrown a football in game type of situations in almost a full calendar year. Um, everybody wants to know, um, you know, they tried again yesterday. Zach Martin failed his other test. I think you're right, Harge, man. I, think, I don't know how many tests, how many swabs. I hope he ain't taking the nose one. I hope they got the other one because, like, damn, man, it's like, you know, it's like I'd be like, hey, man, y'all got to do with the Dominican suit some way, man. I can't stick this in my nose again, man. Just take one for the team. I'm but just going to have to go ahead and not play this yeah, week. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, You'll yeah. be ready for next week. Yeah, man. So he's out. I think that's a big – but make no mistake about it. Dak has showed he can move the ball, and that offense can move the ball against – Good defenses, decent defenses, and poor defenses. I don't think Tampa is – Tampa's not a great historic defense, and I got a lot of respect for Todd Bowles. I think what they – I think they're going to start getting that love, and I told you Caesar Sportsbook has an over-under total at Zeke at only 53-and-a-half. Keep in mind that Zeke is probably what, is a guy that averages about five-point-something yards a carry. So that lets you know right. how much respect – that the guys in the desert have for this defensive front. But we know Dak can move the ball. They can do it. There's no reason why I don't feel like this game should not be coming down to the fourth quarter in regards. I, Dallas is, is the least healthiest team coming in here. Um, I do think the pressure is on Tampa to a certain start, you know, uh, to a certain extent, excuse me. But I think this should be a competitive game. And what's going to be interesting to me is you will learn tonight where the second phase of Mike McCarthy, because, I, you know, we could talk about Kellen Moore, and I know he's the offensive coordinator, but it's it, the verbiage and the type of system is still Mike McCarthy's. And you're going to learn tonight what the progress has been made in the second phase in the second year of Mike McCarthy's offense with guys there sit there healthy, okay? I mind you, Dak's start last, week, last year off of through three, four games was a first time in a new similar offense. I know they didn't change a lot because Kellen Moore, he led them to the number one overrated offense a year prior to that. So Jerry didn't want to shake too much up. But Mike McCarthy, the language is his, and that's what I think is going to be entering. But this game, Mike, giving it to you, Harge, and your thoughts, it should be this should be a fourth-quarter game tonight, despite what the desert's saying, despite what people think, if Dallas is that team that's supposed to be the front runner to win the NFC East division. Well, the biggest thing for me when when this game came about and we looked at it was going to be the health. But we've talked about it ad nauseum about how is the cow how are the Cowboys going to be able to handle adversity in that offensive line? They haven't played together. They haven't seen Dak move around. They hadn't run. Now I know that they've been scrimmaging, inter squadding, having other teams come over and they would run during those games. But those are still games that they're not really hitting other players and still being able to handle the contact. Dak was out for, what, three weeks with the shoulder injury, wasn't getting enough reps, getting the timing. He was working on his lower half, and still we don't know what to expect from him. As that line is eight and a half, I don't know if it's dropped yet to see if other people are betting it, but it's eight and a half. That's a big number. And, and then the, you and tell the, me yes. the Russian number. You mm-hmm. when, when you get an eight and a half point spread in an NFL game, that's a lot of points. That's man. tough cover. Yeah. That that the desert to tell the desert that line is telling you they expect Tampa to win this game by anywhere from 10, 10 to two touchdowns minimum. That's what that right. line tells right. you. Um Right. But I want to say something about that defense of what you mm-hmm. were talking about. You said historically 
they don't have a good defense. They've had good defenses before, and that's how they won the Super Bowl when they had Derrick Brooks, Warren Sapp. They have that same type of defense right now. We saw what they did to Pat Mahomes, and Pat Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. He didn't have his offensive line. Dak is not going to have his offensive line. It's going to be a tough battle if, like you said, if those guys are still hungry. The biggest thing that we have to understand is this isn't a normal returning team. They brought everybody back, but they have Tom Brady who, above everybody, Mm. knows what it's take to get back to the Super Bowl. Got you. So his leadership is going to be huge right now. I feel you. I would tell you, I've got a lot of respect for Tom Bowles. I love, I like this defense at the time. But to me, when you talk about Brooks, Sapp, and those guys, Barbara, them guys did it for like, a, they did it for like a four-year stretch. Like, it was a three- or four-year stretch. Like, I'm not ready to crown. Like, even though I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not even, even though I've been saying that that was a beatdown by Kansas City, they got lumped up. There were some factors where two of their starting offensive tack, line guys were out. Um, you know, I I think some of that comes because I think Tampa still wins that game, even if they have their O-line. But I think where we're seeing that Patrick Mahomes ran for a total of how many yards, they said, basically him running around equal like 300, 400 yards he ran that Super Bowl. I still feel like we I got to see this Tampa Bay defense defend the title. And I've got to see that. And I don't mean they got to go win it again. But what I'm saying is that when we talk about Brooks, when we talk about Sap, Tony Dungy, man, before he handed that over to Gruden, man, he had them boys. Remember the greatest show on turf, man. The, I mean, Tony Dungy lost to that team, and they held their, they held their ass to like 13, 15 points in the NFC Championship game. Tampa's offense just sucked. But but right. that's but, but hold on, man. I like I'm I'm a I'm an NFL guy, man, and I don't pass out cars and like, hey, I get it. Like everybody's on Tampa Bay, but them guys you talk about back then, that's like a three, four year stretch, man, and they gonna have about. What, they got about five Hall of Famers off that defense that's going in? I mean, Lynch yep, just yep. went in. Sapp's already in. So, I get you, though, but definitely a lot of respects tonight. Dallas got their hands full from an offense standpoint, especially with their best. Zeke called him the best player on offense, Zach Martin. So, from a right. psycho, point, psycho, psycho point of their psyche, that right there has to wonder where they're at coming in with if they think he's the best offensive player or whatever. 736-976. You listen to the sports crowd. We get back. We'll get to Rudy's phone call. We'll be back. Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. To Atlanta, jacking hammers and bows, back to the mackin' and jacking the clothes. Adolescents packing a fold. A knock on the door. Who is it? I would happen to know the one with the flow. All right, back here on the sports grind, 736-9760. Calvin Casey, Mike Harge, broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Tiger Sanitation. Tiger Sanitation, if you're looking for a job, they're a great company to work for, do a lot of stuff for the San Antonio area and surrounding communities as well. That's the Tiger Sanitation official sponsor of the sports group. All right. So, um, yeah, man, I mean, it's going to be um, it's going to be interesting. I mean, I think 
And I agree with Hard just saying, like, it's an eight-point spread, an eight-and-a-half in NFL is a very hard number to care. Uh, that is different than college. It's it's a different number. I mean, NFL, that's a lot of points. And to be honest with you, I wouldn't even touch that in regards to even the Tampa Bay because I know what this – I mean, it's jacked up. You got to understand, I mean, I think in the, in the state of Washington, whatever, they're placing their first bets tonight. They just they got proof for legalized gambling this past year. So you got an influx of people in different states and the juice gets going and Vegas they know like, hey man, Tom Brady, this is national televised only game in town on tonight in the NFL. You know, so this is only action in NFL. So they will manipulate these lines be like, hey man, defending champ, this and this, no Zach Martin, and bam. Next thing you know, Dak can drop about two two of them on him in the first half, you know. I'm I'm gonna talk Dak up because I've got everything riding on him. And two fantasy leagues. But we're going to try to get our fantasy <laughs> squads out here, too. You know, um, if the guy tells me he's been focused and this is going on. And like I said, I've heard all these things about this is this is C.D. Lamb's coming out year. C.D. Lamb, the best wide receiver in that draft. All right, man. Let's see. Because somebody's got to take it. Because Amari Cooper, like I said, man, he he's showing me, you know, once once you come into the fraternity of a tide, you always a tide. But like I said yesterday, he showed that he's one of the weak ones in the litter. He was the one over there while everybody was coming and saying, hey, we're going to pick out this litter. He was over there in the ball or whatever. Come on, Amari, man. You know, like you part of wide receiver you. You part of the guy that laid the foundation, one with you and Julio. Like, come yeah, on, for man. sure, for sure. I think he's going to be ready to go. And I think that, you know, the way that this game is going to play out, again, I continue to say this is that number that you gave earlier, the 57 yards rushing. I told you that yesterday, and I'm going to continue to tell you that. Zeke is a huge factor. And maybe the reason why that number is what it is is because they think that Dak's going to come out and throw the ball. It probably won't even have anything to do with the fact that that defense is one of the ones from last year that was a monster that controlled the game and do all that. Maybe that is the thing that we're, we're not continuing to see. Maybe it's because Zach Martin's going to be out, so we need to get that. the ball, yeah. throwing the ball all over the place, and that's why that number may be like that. I, I think you're absolutely right, Arge. I think part of it, more than just the greatness of the Tampa Bay defense, I think it has a lot to do with Zach Martin missing. And and that, that you know, it's weird. You, usually only quarterbacks sway lines that much. I mean, but this line was up. I mean, this line pretty much started at 7.5 to 8. I mean, it was, I mean, it was around the 8 number. It's jumped up to 9 just within the few days. Um, I don't know if it will be interesting if it gets up to nine and a half or goes back to eight and a half. But I definitely think that Dak can and, – and I still say even though Dallas, the way Tampa structured in is that I think maybe part to give credit to what you're saying, Harge, is um, you don't really want to try to get in. I mean, Dallas is equipped to do a shootout with anybody in the league, but I don't know if you really want to get in that shootout with Tom and a defense that is just learning a new system – you know, under, um, you know, my man, Dan Quinn, Dan Quinn. But I think it's one of those situations to where you want to kind of keep Tampa Bay's offense off as much as you can. And that is and with Tom the, Brady lit him up. Yeah. Don't forget Tom Brady lit up Dan Quinn and has lit him up multiple times. Yeah. So here's the other thing that I wanted to bring into the conversation about this game tonight, that as a Dallas Cowboy fan, I'm, I'm really nervous about this situation is now Tom Brady has a full year with Antonio Brown. Mm. Like, don't forget about Antonio Brown being on that other side of the field. That is a problem. We don't know what the secondary is like for the Dallas Cowboys. We don't know if uh, Diggs is ready to take that next step. We don't know what the back end is going to look like. 
Antonio Brown is a problem on and off the field, but when he's on the field, mm-hmm. he's a problem. Yeah. I think Mike he, Evans is big. Yeah. I'll tell you this now. I don't know about tonight, but for the last go, I think the guy on offensively that's going to benefit the most from a second year with Tom and this kind of offense than him and, and um, you know, that they've created, you know, Bruce Aarons. Bruce Aarons. And, and that's yeah. going to be, and I think that's O.J. Howard. I think O.J. Howard has underachieved as being all the hype he was oh, coming out of Bama, Alabama. Huh? Well, I mean, they're all yeah. over the league. I can't help it. But anyway, <laughs> I, I think, you know, he's underachieved his skill set of what people thought he was going to be coming out of Alabama in that year he had two years. But I think with Gronk still being there, but age, whatever, I think the continuity, the tight end, I think this is I – th- I don't know. I'm pretty sure he has a decent year, but I think he's going to benefit the most coming back another year with Tom because Tom loves – I mean, you saw Bill Belichick spend $150 million, man, and that was on two tight ends. Tom loves the fact of having two tight ends in his offense, and I think O.J. Howard has to be the beneficiary of that. But tonight should be – it should be a competitive game, man. I, I really do. I mean, I – you know, if I saw an eight-and-a-half, nine-line, on a game like this played in week 13, I would sit there and say, okay, you know, this is about to be a blowout. But, you know, game one, the first one out of the, you know, out the gate, that's a large number, man. I just think Dak is, you know, I think he's a veteran. He can keep him posed. There'll probably be some rust. You know, like you said, hey, man, I would like to go on touch, but I know that that's not, you know, he's got to get that first hit in. He's got to get the hit in. But he said he ain't scared. I'm not scared. No, I don't I don't see no fear in my yeah. man's heart. I know he's I know yeah. he's a gangster when it comes to the game because – when you watch Dak prepare and you think about his mental toughness, he's built for this. Mm-hmm. This dude, remember, don't forget when Dak was in college, he got jumped at a beach party in the middle oh, of the thing. That and I mean, you oh, losing yeah. your mom to cancer, all that yeah. kind of stuff. He's been I mean, through. Dude, and he lost his brother. his brother. I mean, I mean, yeah. there's a lot that he has gone through. So tonight's game, I, that number is so big that. It, it scares me. And, like, it really scares me. Well, that's me. a big number. That I mean, it's going to be competitive, but it's going to get ugly like Masterpiece shoes, either way it is on, on, time, on that side. Look, but I'll tell like you. Masterpiece yeah, 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 I had some ugly shoes. When, you know, rappers are having the shoe game release. Masterpiece came with some ugly stuff. Um, <laughs> hey, I will tell you this, though. Also, I thought Ed Warder talking about talking to Dak, and I thought it was interesting, too, that Dak had told him he studied every Peyton Manning. Tom Brady in week one when he went down with his injury. Alex Smith, he looked at yep. all those and studied and reached out to all those guys to get inspiration to know. Like he said, hey, if you want to be great, you study great. To the road of recovery to come back and take that. I'm telling you, man, this guy's focused, man. And he's heard a lot of people that told, oh, man, we ain't paying him that money. No way we don't pay that money. Dak still has that. Like, he figured, like, hey, Dan Quinn, you have to do what you can with this defense. But this offense, I'm going to pick up right where I left. I might be a little bit rusty, but I think he's on a on a mission. He's got, like, the third best odds, I think, also to a comeback player of the year. He's got oh, yeah. like the third. He's got the third best odds on that, I believe. Or no, actually, excuse me. I think he's, he's, the he's got the. Odds. I think he's got the best odds. Yeah, yeah he's, he's got the best, best odds. odds. Yeah. Everybody best else odds. is like seven hundred. You're right. But he's yep. like plus two fifty. Yeah. There you like go. That. There you go. Seven three six nine seven six. You listen to the sports crowd. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shot. We'll be back. Sitting 
All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky and Smoke Shop. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Beto's. If you're looking for alternative Mexican food, Beto's is your restaurant. They're located right off of Broadway. They've been serving. They've been celebrating for serving great food to the San Antonio area for over 20 years. And also keep in mind, seven days a week now, they now offer a brunch. That is Beto's, official sponsor of the sports crowd. All right, before we move on, um, I guess we can go to the phones. Been holding a minute. Let's go to the phones. Let's go to Rudy. Rudy on the sports crowd here on Ticket 760. What's up, man? Uh, I just called to uh, say, about, I had you on Facebook and I heard the same time. I, I looked at, you know, I told you all before, I disagree with the Cowboys doing 10 wins. They're going to be 9 and 8 or 8 and 9. Based on what I saw in preseason, I think uh, when when I saw Houston play Dallas, they got uh, McCarthy got out coached. What you're going to see tonight is the blueprint to beat the Cowboys. It's going to be game management. They're not going to get in a shootout with Dak. And um, and I don't be surprised if the uh, defensive coordinator Dan Quinn is the head coach of the Cowboys toward the end of the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think they're going to get. Well, I just think the Cowboys right now haven't shown me anything different than they've shown me in the last five years. Are they going to show up for the game when it gets tight? Are they going to, are they, are they going to, are, you know, are they going to man up? Dak's not going to, they're going to keep the ball out of Dak's hands. Anyway, that's all I had to say. All right, Rudy, thanks for the phone call, man. Um, look, well, I can't, you know, when you don't have your starting quarterback play all preseason and he was all last year, I can't really say that they haven't. I mean, they haven't showed us anything. I think you know, in regards to, I feel the defense is. A, you're not going to fix that defense into a Super Bowl defense in one off season, as bad as it was. Okay, and you're limited in cap money. You can spend anyway to address bringing names in, even to help with the draft pick, all the draft picks you brought in. This is a work in progress. It takes some years. However. However, though, I think that I'll stick to what I said early, even the preseason. Yes, their depth is an issue. I mean, it's starting with the offensive line and then also the defensive line. The only issue that they don't have depth at really is probably the wide receiver position and probably maybe the running back. Because I, I think Pollard is is hungry. Could I mean, he could probably run the ball if Zeke had to go down for a couple of weeks. But I have seen the defensive effort be different, even with the second and third string. It's the it's the scheme and the technique. They've made it very simple. Dan Quinn comes from an era where Dan Quinn wants you to go follow the football, go after the football. I hate to use the word he's dumbing it down a little bit for what Nolan was trying to do, but at the end of the day, that's what it is. And I think with that, when you can just concentrate on the effort that you give, that's going to be a little bit where you can see the difference. They can't go anywhere but up on that side of the ball as bad as it was last year. Go ahead, Mike. There's no depth on the line of scrimmage. I mean, on the defensive line. Mm -hmm. Neville Gallimore was considered one of the best players that they had. Neville Gallimore barely even played last year. And so when they sit there and they say that he was going, he was going to be the anchor. The biggest problem that I felt like they they should have done was bring back Gerald McCoy. Gerald McCoy should have come back to be able to be a leader on that defensive line because we still don't know what Randy Gregory going to do. We don't know what D- Demarcus Lawrence is. Is he going to be a hot boy this year or is he going to be a soft boy this year? I don't know what's going to happen with him. I hope they show up and show out like we expect. 
we still don't know what Micah Parsons is going to be in a real game where people are scheming against him. True. Leighton Vander Esch, we don't know what's going to happen with him. That dude's one tackle away from being on the sideline next to Sean Lee. So as far as the count, we don't know if uh, Jalen Smith can run sideline to sideline to get matched up with Leonard Fournette tonight or whatever back that they're going to bring out of the backfield. You talked about the two tight end set. Look, I am a Dallas Cowboy fan. I've been bleeding this thing since I came out of it. I got stuff all over my house on the Cowboys. The problem that I have is what I told you, and I'm going to continue to beat this horse until the end. And I'm not mad at Rudy for saying that Dan Quinn is going to be the coach at the end of this year. But listen, if Mike McCarthy doesn't get this team turned around with the window and the money that is being spent on this team, he gots to go. Hmm. And I don't say that lightly. I don't hmm. say that lightly. I mean, you know as well as I do, when you have all this talent and you're not getting the most out of it and you're paying all that money to them players, bruh, something's got to happen. I will say that too. I agree with you, but I would also say be careful what you wish for because when you have turnover at coaches, that sets you back a year or two. I mean, oh, no, like, no like doubt, so. But sometimes you got to stop the bleeding. Like I said, we talked about on this show, Jerry, from his comments off the camera, basically the interviews he's done, he looks at a man, he looks as if it sounds a man that is like, yo, man, I I don't know how much time I got left. And I got a <laughs> lot of emotions and a lot of money and a lot of sweat and tears into this. And I want that feeling that I did 20, 25 some years ago, or like, well, 30 years, a long time ago. You get the picture. Hey, but, speaking of that, yeah. speaking of that, I got some breaking news real quick. I know we got to go to break, uh -huh. but it just said that uh, Ian Rappaport just said that the Ravens cut their practice short today because Marcus Peters, the cornerback, and Gus Edwards, the running back, sustained potentially significant knee injuries on back-to-back -back plays. Looking at ACL tears right now. So the guys that they they've already lost some running backs, and then the guys right. that they've so they, can I change my vote on what I thought on my my picks? No, are we allowed to go back on our picks? Hey, said that's right, Sam. So I'm gonna go against y'all. Believe in the system. <laughs> wow, three running backs down. Yeah. Well, get on your waiver wires, man. Some of you Baltimore Ravens running backs. He's free. Yeah, he's free. Latavius Murray. All right, when we get back, we'll be joined by the Ferrari Kid, man. Talk about this great event that Rounders Car Club has coming up this weekend to support cancer and help the kids out. We'll talk to him when we get back. Make your next career move your best. Verizon Retail offers the potential to earn up to $50,000 annually and amazing benefits starting on day one, including product discounts and tuition assistance. Apply today at verizon.com forward slash retail careers.